All right, hey, how you doing out there? Would you believe it's Dream Warriors episode 96? Oh, I'm pumped, early in the morning. I, I haven't slept in a while. Uh, recovering from a stomach something, like bad, uh, worst stomach pain I've had uh, for, forever, uh, over a week. Um, I kind of recall something similar happening a few years ago, and uh, gas pills helped me, so in case, <laughs> in case anyone wanted to know that, but look, look, you already hear the music by now, but let's, uh, let's just fade out and fade back in, and, and we got some cool things to discuss. Yeah, so, uh, my god, uh, just sitting, getting to the position of sitting down here with all of you, uh, it really did take some time. Uh, painful, uh, because again, it's um, juggling projects, working the uh, nine to five, uh, you know, gearing up other people to start sitting down with me again. That there's a lot of management when it comes to that. Uh, it, this is one of the reasons reasons why I got frustrated so much uh, way back with uh, Mark and and Norm, um, you know, amongst other things, but. <laughs> Uh, some of my frustration uh, was that they, um, they couldn't stick to a schedule. They would, you know, like sometimes cancel or not seem enthusiastic. So I, I would kind of try and like add them to like a Google calendar, send them the invite. And there was only like a handful of times that, uh, you know, that was like actually like managed. Um, yeah, you know, like I, I would say, even like both marks are uh, like they all they're grouped into that. Uh, I don't know people. Uh, I don't know how anyone out there functions and tries to get things done. Uh, if you you're maybe pretending to be high level if if you don't run your day through a calendar. Um, when when I'm here alone, uh, which is a, there, there's a little bit of, of a stretch. I, I've kept it a little a little cool with the uh, ladies. Um, just because I've been so focused on so many other things. Uh, you know, one of the first things I do when I wake up is uh, I have Alexa tell me uh, what's on my calendar. And it's it's me, like, setting things up, basically. Uh, sometimes I'll have, like, recordings and things, like, scheduled into my calendar. And, <laughs> and they don't happen. And I love it because I get to just move them to the next day. And they don't get forgotten. Uh, so, I, I don't know, like... Is, is that something that I've grown less patient with? Uh, or, like, do I just not uh, allow it? Meaning that the, the people who, who don't work like that, uh, I, I can't work with you. You know, um, you, you, you have to be uh, focused and you have to be somewhat organized to, to do things with me. And, you know, the, I guess that, that's going to go right into uh, a little bit of Dream Warrior AKA Pad PRA DeLuca, your boy, uh, updates. Um, quick shout out to coffee because <laughs> it's early in the morning. Uh, it's 8 a.m. Uh, I've, been, I've been up since about 11. Uh, I, I kind of came home yesterday, went right to sleep, and I slept through like the, uh, the end of the uh, stomach uh, problem. Uh, which I was expecting. I thought that was going to be last night, but this is the first day I woke up in about a week without stomach pain, uh, and I'm uh, happily I'm I'm through it all. So um, all of you can kind of rest well, knowing I'm well. But yeah, so 
getting into some of the uh, Dream Warrior updates, uh, <laughs> uh, a lot of what I like the uh, my slowdown for here. And look, I I have like a huge list of movies that I've already watched and notes on them that I'm going to just chip away at. But I'm gearing up to do Dream Warriors, Dream Warriors like NFL, Dream Warriors football. Uh, so that's going to be one episode a week, uh, and that should be buddied with a um, a YouTube video where I discuss NFL books. Super excited about that. Like, really excited to go through the NFL books. Uh, so, that's like, a, it's a huge management shift. I also have October. We got October coming up. Um, I got the 31 Days of Dread and Inktober to contend with during October. A huge, huge undertaking. Um, I got material from, the thir- uh, from Inktober uh, a year ago. Uh, that I, last October from 2017 that I, I still wanted to put out. So um, Inktober, last October was like the beginning of me uh, recording from the drawing table, uh, figuring out how to do time lapses, tutorials, uh, the lighting, uh, rigging up the camera, uh, you know, all the logistics. And, and then everything post-shoot, meaning editing bay, uh, special effects, motion graphics, rendering like all of it and that was like the start and I couldn't even make it through because my phone couldn't keep up and so that started me a a path of uh, me getting really good with like taking people's old phones like refurbishing phones and getting them going just so I could record onto a SD card so um but yeah so October's coming up that's taking up huge amount of my time already uh and just figuring out the logistics of that i got a vacation coming up in september i'm trying to work around that that's going to run right into the birth uh of the the start of the nfl season so i need material already recorded like edited ready to publish before i even leave for that so it's a lot of things and then there's the hashtag comic gate uh, it's a community on Twitter that I am n- not just Twitter, but overall, but they Twitter's the, the breeding ground for it. And it's just a bunch of people trying to save the comic book industry. <laughs> I'm trying to complete a comic book to contribute to that movement. Uh, you know, the one from my high school days. Uh, <laughs> and there should be YouTube videos on me working on that coming out very soon. Uh, so on YouTube, it's AKA pad. Um, but yeah, so let's go through how to, how to follow what I'm doing, what I'm doing on each platform. Twitter is, is, is a lot of comic book commentary and movie commentary. So if you're interested in just some of my snap judgment thoughts on things, follow me on Twitter, AKA pad, um, clips, video, audio, and a ton of artwork is on Instagram, AKA pad 13. Uh, I do one theme a day. Uh, on Snapchat, and sometimes these themes go from, "Hey, here is a quick recipe." Uh, we call them recipes or padsipes. We're <laughs> between the two, or I'll go through like five tips to get started on YouTube, or five tips on drawing hair, like things like that. Uh, so you can find me on Snapchat, aka Pad, uh, and all of this is is congr- like is collected at aka Pad.com. 
my blog is there. There's other original material there. And, you know, like, it's that's the catch-all. So, moving forward. <laughs> um, yeah, we're here to talk about um, SummerSlam and the World Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, SummerSlam was, was two nights ago. I'm not going to talk about what happened on, on Raw. Raw did have a, a, a good follow-up, in, in my opinion. But, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, my, my relationship with wrestling uh, is is so unique because uh, every time I got into it, uh, I got into it through other people. And, you know, like, by into it, I mean, like, you, you phase in, you phase out. And now, it's it, this is my longest run of following it. So I moved into the city about seven years ago. Uh, I subscribed to the WWE channel. Uh, through Comcast, uh, and, and it was such an um, archaic menu system, and it, they would just kind of like have updates, I th- it might have been like twice a month, but one major, at least one big update per, like a month, and the big thing that they did was they did, uh, they released an episode of Monday Nitro, and the, the opposite episode of Monday Night Raw, with commentary, so you could watch the full episodes of each, but there was actual um, commentary of what what happened and, and how the two shows would position one another. And I thought that was going to carry on to what the network is now. Uh, there there is no sign of it. Uh, but they did do like I think a sixteen part Monday Night War documentary series that that hugely uh, became WWE shift <laughs> like they the WCW angles are just evaporated from that documentary uh so it, it is it is biased uh <laughs> very much so uh there is a lot that they undersell that WCW was doing well uh they they kind of always say that the WCW wasn't merchandising well and they they kind of were uh, I, there was as much WCW NWO merchandise as there was like any, anything uh, wrestling like that WWE was even doing at the time during during the Attitude Era. But anyway, so uh, I've been following everything for uh, six seven years now, and <laughs> and before that it was mostly uh, the NWO Attitude Era. So. The ruthless, uh, what's considered the ruthless aggression era, and the the final few years uh, of WCW were complete blank slates to me, uh, and then up until, you know, the NWO <laughs> attitude era, I watched it as as a kid, you know, and uh, really got into it. Ultimate Warrior was easily my my favorite guy, and and here the funny thing though is that when um, like Bret Hart kind of started to, to take the mantle uh i i really like i just remember him as a kid i just never liked him and it, it took me out of it so th- there was no incentive for me to, to follow and uh the times they came on like I, I was doing so many other things i was sometimes playing three sports at a time sometimes walking myself to the sports fields because uh, some of them were in close proximity of where, where i lived and you know the, the those were like Saturdays, like Saturday and Sunday, like practices, like for me. And I don't know, like I, I did spend time indoors as as a child, but I, I, my God, I think I spent more hours outside, just running around like a like a maniac. But yeah, so uh, 
I don't want to go through like every single match of SummerSlam 2018, but uh, the the big thing that's that's sticking out right now is is how they handled Ronda Rousey, and uh, it's almost like her the Ronda Rousey prophecy has has come true. And but I what I mean by that is that um, when she was with the uh, in in the UFC, it was. It was so hard to challenge her ability. You know, like, you, you accepted her ability up until the Holly Holmes fight. Uh, it was God-given. I, I remember even telling someone that, that, that there was, like, no way that Holly Holmes even had a chance against her because Ronda would be able to take her to the ground. Uh, you know, like, and even if, if Holmes overpowered her from time to time or squirmed her way out of... You know some of the the moves and some of the uh, holds, uh, she would be weakened by it. You know, like uh, if if you've ever wrestled, ever like, <laughs> like if if you ever did some wrestling of your own, uh, you get tired quicker than that than than you do throwing punches. So, you know, I would just see that uh, Holly Holm would be able would struggle and and get winded very quickly in that fight, uh, you know, opening Ronda to, you know, basically uh, strike her. Okay, so uh, none of that happened. You know, that was one of the all-time upsets. Uh, that was as as, ups, as big of an upset. I'm just going from memory here. Uh, I think Buster Douglas, when he knocked out Mike Tyson, and it was as big of an upset of, of the Giants beating the Patriots, of the Cavaliers coming back against the Warriors, so on and so on. I'm just referencing more modern-day upsets. Um, but during that time, like, you, you dismissed anyone that criticized Ronda Rousey. Uh, she, the hype around her, the machine, was so well, like, oiled and organized and strong and powerful that you, you did not refute it. You accepted it. And, you know, Holly Holmes humbled us, us all. Holly Holmes taught us a, a wonderful lesson that night. And I, I remember I watched it at Xfinity here in Philadelphia, in South Philly. And, oh, my God, that was a fun night. Uh, they might have had, like, $2 <laughs> Bud Lights. My friend was working there. He was feeding me free beers. He was working security. He he, he stuck my friend and I a couple a couple freebies along the uh, night. And there was a uh, Geno Steaks in there. <laughs> so, and it, it's so convenient being able to like jump in line and get a quick cheese steak from Geno's as opposed to waiting in line. Like, because usually you go there late at night and there's just like a three hour line. It's I'm exaggerating a little bit, but the the readiness of that is is so important. But yeah, so Ron Rousey's UFC career just evaporated. Uh, her ego, you know, like whatever, however you want to classify it, uh, it took such a major hit that it um, you know, like I don't want to, like I don't know, I don't, I don't think she's ever been vocal on it, but it, I think it, it broke her. Um. Because everybody wanted her to be like, you know, to retire undefeated. That's the, uh, you know, that's like one of the last things that that she said that <laughs> seemed real. And 
like knowing that's not going to happen, uh, like you know her her comeback failure, uh, like way way too much time, you know, taking like a year off like that. So she she gets told by um, Nunez, sorry, Nunez, who literally has a striking motion, like a uh, like she she has a striking range of of a guy. Uh, uh, and it looks like she, she hits as hard as one. Um, yeah, not saying she can go up against the men. Come on, that's ridiculous. But uh, she, I think she would be able to <laughs> like hold her own. Uh, look, look, keep, keep in mind, that, um, during this time too, Ronda Rousey, uh, people were convinced she could beat Floyd Mayweather. Okay, so <laughs> this is what I mean about like, it, there was like this prophecy with her. Um. So along this run, she did an appearance at one of the WrestleManias with The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, and they teased it. And lo and behold, Ronda lost her MMA career, uh, took a year off, and um, yeah, so so maybe it took her like a year and a half to get um, maybe two years total to uh, make a uh, an entrance into WWE as one of their characters. Because, like, she's still playing a character. It, you know, like, that's not Ronda Rousey. Now, this transition between Ronda and WWE is, uh, I think, one of the greatest that they've ever done and nurtured. They, they've tried this before. Uh, you know, uh, even WCW tried to bring in uh, established talent uh, in, into, you know, like, established athletes into the... Uh, the squared circle into the ring. Um, you know, like you can kind of say, you know, hey, Brock Lesnar. Yes, but Brock Lesnar, uh, like you, you, his background, his, like you, you had, he wasn't established. It's, you know, like they, they could easily create him, uh, you know, and they could, they could tell a story with him. Um, you know, like, it's different with Ronda Rousey because she's so well-known, so widespread that, uh, yeah, uh, you know, like, they had to handle her properly. So she she wins the title against Alexa Bliss, my girl. Uh, she's so freaking hot. So freaking hot. Um, Alexa Bliss, uh, you know, like, my thoughts about the matches. Like, Alexa played the, uh, the coward uh, you know, like a hundred percent. Uh, it wasn't that long of a match. Okay, so that was uh, the Amazon Alexa uh, playing music because I was talking about Alexa Bliss. Um, wow, it's crazy. I can't. Uh, I guess next time I record, I'm gonna have to just unplug Alexa. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> It's kind of good. It's it's creepy. Uh, you know, like the uh, I I literally um, use Amazon Alexa for music and to get my schedule, <laughs> like in in the morning. Uh, there there's I think there's very little use for that the uh, device. But anyway, anyway. So yeah. So Alexa Bliss uh, wrestled. That's so nice. Holy crap! Yeah. So I literally just had to unplug. Amazon Alexa, uh, it, you know, like I, I, I want to say that product is is 
less less than fifty percent effective. Uh, definitely comes and goes with uh, what it wants to listen to, how it wants to listen. Uh, it, it has the worst startup voice uh, or volume, meaning that if I'm across the room and I say, Alexa, what time is it? Or Alexa, what, what day is it? Common question. Uh, she responds at the volume that you last left her. And uh, which is fine, like okay, I, I get that, but th there should be a response volume that's like a default volume, so you you can hear her, because like wh why would you want it low, like you know like it, it should be predictive on that, uh, like you know mu music is one thing if it's playing music and you leave it at volume it restarts at that volume everything else should have an audible level, so part of my like war with Amazon Alexa is is constantly dealing with, with volume changes and it's it's the worst uh, like I don't know like I, I'm less less than 50% happy with the product but yeah so getting back <laughs> with with distractions getting back to the Alexa Bliss Ronda Rousey match uh, it's like they 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 pulled the China character and they literally uh, wrapped Ronda Rousey around the character of China. Now, you know, Triple H, uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, uh, Paul Livingo, whatever the heck is his last name is, he, look, he's the one, uh, him and Shawn Michaels are the ones that brought China into the WWF. That's what it was called at the time during the Attitude Era. Uh, she became his one of his like sidekicks, um, and then later a a instrumental tool in DX. She was almost like one of their enforcers. Like and you know she had still the greatest women's uh, title reign uh, of all time. She uh, like she she dominated uh, any girl that can go up against her because there there was no one that could. Uh, it was it was beyond like fathom you know like and they gave her some quick matches that just totally fit the character um so they're they're taking everyone saying that uh, ronda rousey is the female brock lesnar that's that's 900 true she they're trying to make her into another china with a character that they can control uh and this is something that that triple h is is you know intimate about. He, he knows about this so they give her a quick match. Uh, she, I think, doesn't arm bar, but, you know, arm bends or something. Alexa Bliss, and she taps out and Ronda wins. So that's that becomes your headlines for the next day everywhere. Is that Ronda? So the Ronda Rousey prophecy is true, meaning that the, the persona that they built up for her during the MMA stuff <laughs> um, is, is her actual wrestling persona. Say the entire time it was a wrestling persona because as dominant as she was, there was no division for her. She, the who she fought against and and who she contested with. Um, yeah, look, you know we say what we want about Misha Tate, but you know like the rest of her opponents were were kind of down and out. They were they were done. I think they were done. Uh, they they were out of their prime. 
uh, and then the division came up with people in their with women in their prime, and they 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 took her apart like no problem. Uh, it, it it took it took maybe two years for for everything to catch up to Ronda Rousey. Now, what, do I think the um, the sport? Do I think UFC? Do I think the pay per views? Uh, you know, uh, like would had would it have been better? Would it have taken less power away from Conor McGregor when he came up? Because we kind of had the fall of Silva and John Jones. Um, yeah, one hundred percent. DC doesn't like get them in and i'm just talking about the the people that would make the magazine covers that you would buy a mug of that you know if if you do like an action figure line this these are the the people we're choosing and ronda rousey was in that conversation for any type of like a merchandise type push and and that's how you know like what you have so yeah, WWE made like a, a very interesting choice with how they handled her getting the title. Uh, I, being a Alexa Bliss supporter, I would have to had had her um, wrestle a little bit. You now, like I, a little bit of an exchange because she she does rally between her cowardness uh, as as her character, and I think that that's one of the things that I like about it. Um, so the issue is though is when uh, Bill Goldberg, WCW, when he he came up, uh, he got short matches because they were like, look, he can do good moves, he can do a few good moves, and he'll have to learn along the way. Um, I kind of feel like this is what's happening with Ronda Rousey. They, they, even though they've given her more to do, or it seems like it, uh, she still hasn't done a lot within the ring. And for her to accelerate, uh, she's going to have to hit the ropes. She's going to have to come off the ropes, um, you know, like literally off the ropes, literally off the top of the ropes. Uh, she's going to have to go outside of the ring. Her moveset's going to have to expand. And it, I don't know if she's that athletic. I don't know if she's built. This is why uh, a lot of the girls that we have today that are holding the title, Outside of Charlotte Flair, and look, they gave Charlotte the title too. Uh, that's a good. I mean, that really should be what WrestleMania builds into: Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. That, uh, like, that would that possibly could headline WrestleMania, and but but we didn't get that. You know, <laughs> we're probably not going to get that. And so, Charlotte Flair is a freak in nature. Because she's strong, powerful, and she has massive move sets. She also has uh, more training under her than than Ronda has, you know, like probably can ever have. Not saying that Ronda's not working hard. Uh, she is, because we see uh, <laughs> montage vignettes of it, <laughs> right? They we've we've seen videos of her practicing the wrestling thing. So it's. It's, it's going to be interesting of how they handle the Ronda side and the division and if she will, in fact, have longer matches. Now, I will say this. When they brought back Goldberg to go through Brock Lesnar a few times recently, uh, the, the important thing to consider with that is that they, they used the short match gimmick uh, to Goldberg's advantage because by that point it became a gimmick. 
okay uh it became like a trope for him and and the character and they and they, they definitely knew to tap into it and they, they used it very wisely uh every time he met up with brock lesnar it was it was it was a quick match it was a quick exchange quick pinfall uh and it, it just it, it literally like worked I, I thought it worked like gold um but look uh, the other thing to consider is that <laughs> um like wrestling doesn't make people universally happy uh it's not designed to you're you, you love things you hate things equally and and that is uh, it's almost like this like like abusive relationship that that you're sucked into and but that's also part of the fun i i i tend to like it all people tell me things suck or character like this and that uh, i think like the only times i'm vocal is when uh, I see guys like missing their spots, or uh, you know, like uh, not taking their character far enough. But but you don't know what's happening uh, behind the scenes. Sometimes you don't know if they're being told otherwise. But I, I think in all, what WWE is doing right now is they're they're in a storytelling run that is uh, redefining the company. And look, it, uh, people knock it for growth or like you know um, viewership or whatever but it's they're holding on to what they have okay they boil down from the attitude error those you can only go down from those numbers they boil down and found their base and solidified it and look uh we're dealing with a fall of pop culture uh the marvel movies are going sjw we're going to lose traction with the marvel movies it's going to happen dream warriors prediction mark my words We've lost Star Wars, so young boys are are they're they're drawn to very little now. There's very little there for them. Uh, I think you know WWE has an opportunity to to capture uh, a a nice generation of kids now, uh, you know, for the future. And and th as a kid, th there's no better time to have ever gotten into it because you can watch it with your parents. You can you, you can share it. You can you're not getting in trouble if you're checking it out. And that was the issue with the attitude error. Sure, it was it was it was like a little bit naughty. You felt like you were kind of doing something behind the teacher's back. Uh, but you know you can only take that though so far. As a product, it's capped. But you know it's it, I think. What happened with Ronda Rousey uh, is a definition of how far they've come with telling stories um, and, and making a product. Uh, you know, like this. This is somewhat of the WWE Golden Age, and uh, you know, I, th I think a lot of commentators are missing that. Uh, I'm different than other wrestling commentators. <laughs> Or when I commentate on wrestling. I don't know if I'm a wrestling commentator. Because uh, this is only the second time I've actually spoken about it. <laughs> uh, but everyone just goes negative. Like, every single podcast, uh, it's just negative. And, uh, look, I I'm not about that. I'm sorry. Uh, it, there, I, there's so much wonderful effort and, and um, hard work that I see that I'm, I just love and I'm drawn to. I, I Like, watching anything WWE Live, if that doesn't inspire you to say F it and just go further, go harder, and if you're stuck somewhere, uh, you know, as long as you got time to figure it out, you trust that you can figure it out. As long as, like, that's 
um, you know, like your uh, your attitude, you will get there. You will figure figure it out. You will move move it. You know, like move the chain, move the needle. And WWE is that because the evolution of the company. Uh, if you watch a pay per view from 2000 and you watch one from 2018. Uh, it's it's a massive massive difference. Uh, you can go year by year and see the changes, and that you know that the WWE channel is worth it for ten dollars a month just for that lesson. And you, yeah, I love their documentaries. But look, uh, I I just wanted to, to talk about that the the prophecy of Ronda Rousey. Um, look, everyone, you know where to find me. Rock and roll. I love I love you all. I love hanging out with you. Uh, and, and, and we're doing some things. <laughs> we're doing some things here. Uh, and just remember, get me on YouTube at just search AKA Pad and subscribe because there's there's just all kinds of crazy eclectic things happening on, on YouTube. <laughs> and, and I need some of your feedback for it. Okay? So I'll talk to you and uh, have a great day. Bye.